This is Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready. We're about to live in your head rent-free. Hello, Otterites. This is episode 204. I am Martin. And I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. I'm Cajun. And I'm Marcus. They haven't quite figured out what those no. last the order of those last two are going. <laughs> that worked very well, though. That worked, we both right. like bringing up the rear. I think yeah, we'll switch well, up. Uh, I've heard that about both of you. Oh, switch it, switch hitting, yes, yeah. <laughs> switch hitting, yes. So, all right, explicit. <laughs> yeah, there goes the explicit. So, so much for that. <laughs> yeah, we were just debating about that uh, whole idea of explicit label or not. So, this is Code of Honor. Code of Honor, yes, Honor. great, great. Our, our, love it, our love favorite it. episode to work on. Yep. And I think in the wake of that whole uh, two-hour episode, you know, snakes and beavers and the two or serpents and beavers, serpents and beavers and the two-hour episode. Those serpents and beavers, guys. I'm glad they're gone. Yeah, I yes, tell you very what, true. Very that true. that cat, uh, that Doctor Caligula left a lot of instruments lying around there. Pretty fucking weird. Yeah, that's well, well, he said the word. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think you left a bad taste in my mouth. I guess we're leaning into the explicit now. Yeah, yes, okay. apparently. Yeah. So. Well, Robert can always bleep that out for me. Like a bad taste in your mouth. No. And, uh, uh, and, uh, and then one of your parsley takes care of that. One of them I, clogged I, I up the know. shitter too. So pineapple shitter's full. That's yeah, because Annihilus does a pretty good job of that when he's so over, it was over pretty weird to have those guys around. I'm glad they're gone. That whole dimensional warp thing. But in the wake of all that, we've decided to try an experiment with this episode. Yes, and Code of Honor. I really let that go too long last time, but yeah. mm-hmm. it was so much good discussion. It was good stuff. Yeah, it, it, is. it really stuff. was. But we want to try to get back on track a little bit and and. Um, I'll set aside all of that explicit there that we were doing at the beginning, and we'll, we'll get serious here. And we're going to work on a single quote, and that quote will be up to the captain. If this experiment works, we may continue it. And, of course, as we know, the captain for Code of Honor is the host. And so, yes, we are at Studio M, uh, 30th floor of the Nakatomi Plaza, down the hall from Ellis. and uh, Behind the waterfall. Behind the waterfall. Just down the hall from Ellis. Yep. So I am going to again. Never gets old. No, never gets old. So of course, when old Martin here is kicking out the quotes, you can expect them to be from either Ronald Reagan, P.J. O'Rourke, or Frederick Nietzsche. Not necessarily in that order. No. So it's, it, that's an unusual trinity. But <laughs> some people would say it's not. Uh, but you know, I I I think it's an interesting trinity. When you finally mm-hmm. break that. A mode. It will be an amazing moment for everyone. What? Yeah. What? He, he he moved outside that. He's yeah. Really I mean, he's, I mean, he's done a lot of quotes outside. Yeah, that. You know, mm-hmm. giving him. You know, O'Rourke and Nietzsche. Okay, but Reagan and Nietzsche. You know, or O'Rourke a, and Reagan. Well, I, I think I, I O'Rourke think, would have considered himself a Reaganite, even yeah. though he kind of. You know, well, he, it was his that, job to kind of poke fun at every politician. Yes, mm-hmm. but I, I think he goes in with that that eighties. Uh, vibe very well. Yes, yes. So, so of course, I picked Nietzsche. Yeah, course. it's been a while since we've done Friedrich and uh, old Fred. Yeah, that's right. And Fred's quite the mustache hero for me too. Well, I will grant you this that. Is yes. True. Yeah, he was. Yes. He was very, very. Yes. Very my my newest uh, mustache hero is Umberto the First of Italy, House of Savoy. Oh. As he aged, his mustache looked like he had a Persian cat growing out of his face. Oh, Lord. It was something else. So that's your goal. That's Martin, my goal. Martin's mustache goal is Persian cat. Yes. 
That's so, right. You're going to let the nose hairs grow into the mustache and blend in. It'll be a nose stash. I may do that. Oh, yeah. As long as he doesn't braid them. I was just going to say, he needs to braid them. Uh, I, I, a Salvador <laughs> Dali kind of thing. So I've got the product working. You got to do product when you're doing the curl. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's looking pretty good. I'm I yeah. like it. Your your one on the right, your right is looking really good. I think the one on your left is is drooping a little. Yeah, I may not have quite as much product in it. Well, you know the droop, the left always droops compared to the right. You know it's it's. You yeah, know, I got that. Kind of is that female or male anatomy? More whole, low, more low uh, hanging uh, fruit. More political philosophy. At, oh, you know. mm-hmm. well, actually, it covers both sides. Of it that. does. You, you, mm-hmm. you could. All right. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, back to code of honor. Code of honor. So, so what we're going to do here is again, this is an experiment. I'm going to throw one out, and then let's see what the guys have to say about it. And they are welcome to respond with quotes of their own. And of course, we'll we'll let Robert probably do some conclusion for us at the mm-hmm. end. Absolutely, yeah. I think hammer we should, this we should in. Keep that, yeah. Keep that feature. So this is a Nietzsche. In individuals, insanity is rare, but in groups, parties, nations, and epochs, it is the rule. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Ken. I just read that just yesterday. I was looking through some quotes and came really? across that really? particular yeah. one. It was a, it was shortened just a little bit there on the back end, but yep. So mm-hmm. Martin, before we dive deep into this this sounds like something we've covered before has this quote come up in discussion before i don't, I don't believe so. so i tried no. to make sure i know we've done two or three nietzsche's before yes. and i tried to mm-hmm. find one we had because i know we did the yeah. one about uh if you start staring into the abyss make sure the abyss does not stare back right. into you. Yeah. and maybe mm-hmm. we've just talked about this concept in in other places yeah it is a recurring well, theme for and us it, and again well, we were kind of talking about it earlier t- well, I think you know, I th- yeah, Manson. Episode, it it well, rolls on yes. with Manson. Martin, yeah. I think you've I think you've hit a, a nerve here, uh, which we can really go deep with. So, bravo on that. We'll see if we can mm-hmm. pull it off here. But you're exactly right. We talked about the power of propaganda. Yes. And about the proper, the power of social conditioning is what you're talking yes. about here. Yes. The now, group think the social group think, conditioning. That's, that's the, probably the mm-hmm. best word for it. What Nietzsche is, I mean, he's almost kind of being a little bit flippant with that first part about individuals not being insane because we know factually that's not true. Well, um, but he says it's, it's rare. rare. It, it is mm-hmm. rare. rare. That's right. And it, it but what he and and if and I suppose if you look percentage wise, even though oh. at his time they didn't understand it right. like we do today. I would say even today insanity is more rare than we yeah. think. What we think of as insane, genuinely yeah. crippling mental prob- illness is probably it, rare. Yeah. That's, that's what he but, but I think how do you what define we would that? call insane today is more just uh, being a psychopath or a sociopath. Mm-hmm. Right, which well, can be absorbed and tolerated. Now, yes. now mind you, insanity well. is rare. Stupidity, on the other hand, <laughs> is a whole other matter. That is which, rampant. Which, That's in many rampant. respects, is what, exactly what Nietzsche is saying here. He is he is speaking of this group think to do what is, shall mm-hmm. I say, not in always in its best interests. Unspeakable, yeah. It's, it's much easier to talk a group into doing something unspeakable. Well, that's right. I mean, it goes mm-hmm. back to that great line from uh, Men in Black, the first Men in Black, yeah. uh, when uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are talking, mm-hmm. and uh, he says, uh, well, people can be... Uh, an individual can be smart, but people are uh, insane. Oh, I, I think people are dumb. Irrational, dumb animals, panicky animals, and you know it. That's not exactly right, Something but it's close to that. Yeah, and it's and he's exactly right. We, because we are herd creatures, still, 
that's that has never communal preachers. Commun- yeah, that, that's a better word for it. Yeah. But that it, it goes back to our evolutionary DNA. It's the only way we could yeah. survive is by working together. Yeah. And it led rise to our ability to cooperate and, and things like that. Nevertheless, we are, for our own protection, we are very susceptible. I think that's a good word for this. When there's gaps in our experiences and knowledge, one of the easy ways to then to fill that gap is to do what everybody else is doing. Yes, but... See that mean, but we all know those stories, and time travel is full of them. Those time travel stories, when you talk about it, where the one person knows the truth, or mm-hmm. the the small group knows the truth, and nobody listens because mm-hmm. they're speaking something that is not necessarily outside of experience, but they're just simply going against the uh, sign of the times. Trend of the times. You guys have probably right. read uh, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery. The Lottery, correct. That's oh, a yes, very good example. Yes. That's a, great, great, one of the most famous story. short stories ever written, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it is, in many respects, this really well-written dystopian uh, outlook yeah. where we can... Oh, hold on, hold on. Word boner. Oh, okay, I'll take that. Dystopian gets one. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, outlook where we as a group simply agree... That to do an a terrible, awful, immoral thing, which goes back to democracy, and I'm going to point right over to Robert because he's pointing to me. Yes, because the I've always thought this came to mind uh, with the lottery. Um, Watch that finger. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm pointing right here. I'm touching here in the 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 part the that doesn't have board. buttons. Um, the lottery evokes the woman caught in adultery. Oh, yes, yes, it does. That's correct. And yeah. it is a very similar thing. What happens there is, of course, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the leaders of the community uh, and, of course, the rabble mm-hmm. have gathered to stone this woman caught in adultery, mm-hmm. which is interesting because it takes two to be caught in adultery. Yeah, and nobody's stoning the dude. Nobody's stoning That's the right. dude. Yeah, or he, I mean, presumably, you know, he gets his later, but well, actually he already got his, he I got guess, his. technically. Um, but anyways. Yeah, and Jewish law was very uh, patronymic in many ways. Yes. Male oriented. Very centric. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. There, there you go. Give him another one. Oh. Word boner. Okay. Well, patronymic. You yes, that, that, patronymic. That, that, I think that, that's, that's worthy. So in, in this story that, it, you know, probably most people, more people are going to be aware of this story than the lottery. Unfortunately, I mean, they're both worthy of knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in story of the woman caught in adultery, it does exactly what we're talking about here. It is the group think the group yeah. has gotten together individually. Only a few of those would have been zealot enough to grab that woman and personally on their own stone her. And especially if there was a crowd watching while that one person did it. Right. Okay. Yet together. They're willing to do this, and then Jesus comes along. Yeah, and they want him because they're going to try and trap him as they often mm-hmm. do to throw that first stone. No. They want him to participate. They're so incensed by his very existence, they're willing to drop their herd mentality long enough to attempt to uh, discredit I, him. I, I don't think it's that because I think the herd mentality is part is part of what yeah, causes it, them to want to discredit there's him. There's some nuance. They there. want I to just, bring him into that mentality. Why are Why are you not do. joining? Why are yeah. you not joining in? Exactly. So, yeah. And what he does is he turns it back around to the individual 
mm-hmm. and brings sanity to it when he right. says, Famously, let yeah. he who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes an individual act. Yes. And when it becomes an individual act, sanity prevails. Yes. But perfect example, we were, talk, we were talking about in the last ep- we were talking about in the last episode a lot of the media and, and what have you and the influence of the media. And one of the things that we see happening today on a daily basis is someone will do something that's an atrocity. They'll either make a racist comment or they'll be an asshole to somebody. They'll kick a dog, whatever. <laughs> and Death what penalty. Death, and what ends up happening is that goes viral on the Internet for a second. And then the turning comes. And what happens to that individual that made that one offensive thing that happened to be recorded, and it may be their detect- despicable human being in general. Or it could be that girl who, who or, used the a version of the N-word in a video when she was like 15 yeah, and exactly. lost her college be. future. So what, it, what ends up happening is you lose your job, you lose your house, you're ostracized from society. You're basically completely demonized by society as a whole. And if one person goes to stand up to say you shouldn't do this to another human being, which is much worse than what the person did originally, what they're getting back, if somebody goes to stand up, then the crowd turns on them. Yep. It's that, that herd mentality gone rampant, but it's... It's, it's not even that it's on a daily basis. It's on an, a constant basis yeah. because that news cycle is from around the world. So somebody breaks wind in Japan, we hear about it in the U.S. Sasami. <laughs> well, and it, it's interesting you say that because what you're talking about is something that is extra legal. Yes. It has nothing yes. to do with the no. legal process, it's which a, we have enshrined in our Constitution. But you know what? That extra legal standards mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. used to be the basis of a, a healthy culture in the sense that you don't do that because it's just we all know it's wrong. Why would you mm-hmm. even think well, sure. of doing I mean, that? Yeah. It has been yeah. bastardized. But yeah, the punishments outweigh the crime. It's been used. It's been because there's no morals. There's no moral underpinning for the extra legal process. No. Well, but that's just that there used to be. There used to be, and there used to be because it's now been weaponized. Yeah. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't weaponized before in the sense that you know now just an accusation is enough. Doesn't have to be real. Go back to your biblical analogy, though. Stoning was legal in the cases mm-hmm. that they had here. It that's, was, that's yes. the that's the yeah. underpinning of that. And Jesus is here attempting to point out the fact that this law is unjust and always but was. What, what we're ending up with now is, on an hourly basis, we're having a repeat of Emmett Till. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's a. Oh yeah, that's that yeah. is a very it's a, sideway turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. It's a but digital lynching. It's the di- it is. It's a digital lynching. You'll and yet, some cases it is deserved. In some cases, it may be deserved. Yeah. But is what is the limit to how far they're going deserved? Th- there is well, almost never. Yeah. Almost never. Yeah. Yeah. Agent, you had a question. Who is refresh me on Emmett Till? That was yeah. not so. Listeners may not get memory. that either. Uh, Emmett Till was a 14-year-old black man mm-hmm. from Chicago who was visiting family in Mississippi. 
in 1950. It was about 54, 56, something like that. He um, was accused of propositioning a white woman in a Mm -hmm. grocery store and false accusations. Subsequently, essentially disappeared. His body was found uh, by a stream uh, a few days later, mutilated. Um, oh, there's so many of that going on. That's why the name didn't. Well, yeah. well, this one became a big deal because his mother took his body back to Chicago and had an open casket at yeah. the funeral. And, and that changed, changed everything she, in respect. She exactly. made a stand then to demonstrate Against what had happened to her son. And shed um, the light on what mm-hmm. was common practice, as you say, yeah. in the yeah. South. Put a real and light on it. in many on, respects, on brought him. an end, the beginning of the end, to that, to all that. Yeah. Just it by is, having that, that moment. He was one of the early you know, civil rights martyrs. That, uh, again, yeah. right. precedes the, the three what, men in the in the dam. And what was that? that uh, there was a movie about it called Mississippi Burning. What yes. was the town? Uh, it was a prosperous black town oh, that was burned was, out. Uh, I don't recall. Uh, bridge. Yeah, we, There's I, a bridge there. We'll have to check that uh, one out. But anyways, I'm not that, sure. That, but that's a prime example on an even greater scale. Yes. Yeah. Well, a more current movie, uh, I just saw it. It was on TBS, actually, and it's 100 years from Mississippi. Uh, yes. The name woman's name was Mammy Lane Copeland, mm-hmm. and at 111-year-old, he went, she went back to Mississippi. Her family ran from there when her father was almost lynched. And it goes into all of the lynchings and so mm-hmm. forth down that way. Excellent, excellent movie. Not quite a documentary, but, it, I mean, it's kind of borderline uh, blend. Excellent. I suggest to anybody that hasn't seen that, try to catch that. It's really 100 good. years from Mississippi? 100 years from Mississippi. It took her 100 years to go back. Mm-hmm. So they, family ran when she was like 10 or 11. And she was like 110 before she actually went back. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. I'm impressed she lasted that long. daughters talked to her and go, and she was very, very coherent. I mean, mm-hmm. all the faculties there and everything, and just amazing. And she passed like the year after she went. Yeah. It's worth a watch. I, I, I highly advise it. So one of the things that strikes me about this, uh, and, and – and and Marcus the the Imperator here really has touched on it. Is since Cajun and Imperator have joined us, the idea of individualism and the individual is back more on my mind. I've I've brought it up many times, uh, but it, it they are such unique individuals. That's joining kind. us. No, <laughs> but we it, are the sheep dogs compared to the herd. I, I think so. I, I like that. But the the dynamic that we've introduced mm-hmm. with going from three to five, um, you know, there's an argument that can be made that Francis Robert and I are, are you know, three slices of bread from the same loaf. There's some truth. To it. <laughs> uh-huh. At the very least. Sounds more loaf. crusty and sounds more soft in the center. So, you yeah. know, yeah. so, but, but Marcus and Cajun are, are, are different. They're different guys. Absolutely. And and Probably. I appreciate that change in our direction. I, I, I think it's a, a – we have talked about this, you know, how different the three of us are. Because we are – there are a lot of differences in the three of us. Mm-hmm. Now, in our – in a lot of our, our views and our philosophical uh, beliefs, there there is a lot of similarity. But we each come from very unique backgrounds. Sure. Well, no, thank you, Fred. Below the crust, it's all the same going back there. But the crust is very uneven and different. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. his analogy was very spot on when you look at it from 
the two different depths of the bread loaf. Yeah. So it, it just the the but it's concept, definitely Wonder Bread. Yeah, the concept. I wonder where y'all came from. Sometimes, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, and of course, this was Nietzsche's. And and the hard part about this quote I'll just mention is I was not able to find a year or a work mm-hmm. for okay. this quote. And as we know, early Nietzsche is a little different from later Nietzsche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, once his sister gets a hold of it. How it becomes it, even the, more the different. Thief, yeah. How, how much truly is Nietzsche and how much yeah. is not her? It's really hard to distinguish because his sister, of course, turned it into... Usurped his word. Exactly. Cash. Give him one. Word boner. Usurp is good. Yes. So that's what... Yeah, that's well, awesome. A, another issue, another point, kind of with this group think mentality coming out of the Holocaust. I'm glad you went there. Let's, yeah, we let's to go look there. at Anne Frank yeah. and her diary. Yeah. What was actually in the diary and what was published completely different things Mm -hmm. give a completely different impression of this young lady because her father edited it Mm -hmm. and what's popular is the edited version right so i mean coming out of the it's been cleansed whole group thing it's been cleansed yeah uh but it, it, this is a constant recurring theme throughout, especially early Nietzsche, about being your own self, being an individual. Mm-hmm. And it just strikes me that, yes, he's so right. It's, you know, individuals, when you consider your own needs, don't do crazy shit. You know, Enlightened self-interest prevents that. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. When you somehow that's muted in a in a right, large group. When you act in your own interest, you don't do crazy shit. Putin, I... Putin by himself doesn't invade Ukraine, but as a power mad jerkweed uh, at the head of a giant military force, it makes sense suddenly to invade Ukraine. Robert's I don't know. I, I I don't know that I 100% agree with with when you act in your own self interest, you don't do crazy shit. Um, because I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but to me that just rings false to a large degree. Yeah, because selfishness makes yes. us yeah. stupid. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, so you know, Ponzi, Ponzi, scre- Ponzi schemes wouldn't exist without people doing that. Well, that's that's part of the group thing. That though, is a group you know. thing thing too. But I mean, you know, people often will do in what they perceive mm-hmm. as their best interest. And if you're going to go Nietzsche, you have to let them define their own se- uh, their own. Oh yeah, best that, and, and that is an issue with and, Nietzsche and, and thought. Is. Right, and to be honest, that's where we are today. Today, you could say today, just in that one aspect, at the very least, is a very Nietzschean society. Yeah, it, it's you get um, to define your own good, your own morals, right? Yeah, your own worldview. And in yeah. that, if you once you do that, you have elevated your rights above all else. Mm-hmm. Always and everywhere. I mean, there, oh, well, there that's, is that your is no way. A, 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 your needs. Yes, your needs above yeah, well, others. Or desires. Yes, you, you, admit, you yeah. always couch it though. Oh, it's yes. it's your desires. rights. You always yeah. couch it as rights. Yes, you, you're exactly right. You always People couch are, it as rights. They couch yeah. their desires as that's their right. rights. Yeah, it's the only and way to assure that it happens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very very perceptive. And once you do that, you have severed yourself from all corresponding responsibilities and in my opinion you have totally 
broken with and discarded the social contract. I was going to say social contract is exactly where I was hoping that you were going to end up with that. Uh, it, it, it leads to chaos and anarchy. Am I it correct does. on that? It does. Yeah, I think it does. Uh, because and, and it, if, right. if my truth is automatically the highest good, and no matter what it is, and it's not based on anything other than desire, then ultimately, where does the law have a right, if any, to, to mitigate that? And there are many that say, no, abortion is the easy one. I have a right oh. to do as I will. Uh, and that is the highest good above all else, including human life. Uh, well, if that's the case, then you know, logic extension is, then, then life, life matters not anyway. Well, no other person matters. No, no other person yeah. matters. That's correct. So why? So why are there laws against murder? Well, why are there laws against but, that? Right. It, well, it, let's have yeah. one, one, one of have the things Marcus. that we run into nowadays with the internet, specifically, is uh, and what is it that they they always talk about? It's uh, something thirty two or what have you about anything you can think of is already out there on you know as far as porn or or, or what have <laughs> yeah. you. But what, if what you can happened, think of it, it's already been it's done. It's already been done. Yeah. And one of the things that happens is an individual who's expressing these extreme individualistic beliefs or, or what have you, once they post that or once they go and search for that, they can find it on the Internet. Yeah. And But what's happening now That's is— That's because Facebook listens to everything. And well, it's, but what happens now is the algorithms— twist that yeah because they want to draw you back in uh, once you search for something it's everywhere on your in yes, everything it you is. see that's true it's one and of the things i was going to mention in the last episode it's reinforced when we go on our social media or on amazon mm-hmm. because of what we have discussed here how yeah. long is it going to be before we see charles manson stuff show up in exactly. our exactly so what what ends okay. up happening yeah, all is, our phones are sitting right here and listening right it now, goes you did research you searched right Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. None of us did. No, I think. I, I, no, I looked. I read Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, I and I did Wikipedia here. I, so I don't know how much. Well, I looked for the audio articles it. and so forth. Like yeah, I did. The but, Danny Trejo's. But, but I, so I'm forth. willing to bet that all that stuff is going to start showing up. Exactly. In our feeds. So mm-hmm. what ends up happening is it goes from individualism. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. To mob mentality in yeah. 30 seconds, because yeah. they've got a whole group, even if it's a minority. One tenth of one percent of the world population. You're still talking about a hundred thousand people online. They can make have, a lot of noise. That have the exact same mind frame that you do for whatever sick, twisted thing you've got. Whether you're a racist, a bigot, whatever. Even if it's a particular kink that you're into, <laughs> right? Because let the kink kink, right? Exactly. As we know, yes. So, kink is so kink. we don't have individualism anymore because of this internet yeah what happens is it's instantly turned into a mob mentality it's, and group thing well, tribal identity is exactly massive. yes the and tribal you, identity you seek out tribal identity in the guise it. of individualism exactly yes. has I'm gonna, get a, I'm gonna get a tattoo so i can be an individual just like everyone else exactly, exactly. and it is I it, thought you what? already had a Panama City license plate there on your lower back. <laughs> Butterflies. Butterflies. Pink ones. Yeah. Um, it, what you were talking about, uh, Imperator, with the um, with social media, it's not just social media. Mm-hmm. The, the group think 
in the past would have been mostly a top-down kind of a thing mm-hmm. imposed by a fascist government, for instance. Yeah. Now, groupthink, it, it's still kind of a top-down, but it's coming from... It takes a trigger. Well, no, 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 that's not what I mean. It, it, it's coming from structures that the people have built. Yes. And so groupthink is forced upon people by default. Mm-hmm. Because everything is designed to be an echo chamber of your own beliefs. Yes. Okay. And it reinforces everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why that's why we believe something like snakes and otters is so important. We like to challenge <laughs> those kinds of things. We like to throw subjects out there that mm-hmm. hopefully will make people think and examine, not hate or get angry just because you think, oh, well, that's wrong. Why is it wrong? Or why is it right? Critical thinking, which is something yeah. we it's learned. It's the critical Bell- thinking, right. Bellarmine it goes back to that. our roots at Bellarmine. Absolutely, they yeah. taught us that. Sharpens the blade. So, yeah, I mean, I want to circle back here. I think Francis really did examine it and bring to light the critical flaw in Nietzschean thinking. There's a lot to admire here. There is. I, mm-hmm. I, I, Even I got to admit that. I, I mean, I individualism and seeking your own you know he would term it the will to power but mm-hmm. we we would term it term it um you know seeking your own self actualization or seeking your own your form of meaning your self improvement think, think um, for yourself being, being a seeker thinking for yourself being the best version of yourself is the is the current is the current you know um and again it's it's why I admire our change and what we've done here in adding cajun and and Marcus, it's it's so challenging to me, and to, to make me continue to examine my individuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I, you know, I feel like I am different from others, not in a not in a way that makes them less, but just makes me different. But that that fatal flaw can be that it becomes selfish. It does become, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, I am central. And you are nothing. Ah, it's that second part that's the problem. Because by definition, Mm -hmm. we all work out of our own self as our perspective. Right. Right. We can't get out of our own head. That's That's impossible. We we can't do that. That's right. right. I mean, there was was a a lot to admire in Nietzsche. But the flaw being, once you go there, it's not hard to do what his sister did Mm -hmm. and turn it into... I'm I'm much more than you. I am the Ubermensch, and you then are, are the Untermensch. Are nothing. Mm-hmm. You are then well, yes. fodder ah. to be ground down into my will to power. Yeah, the grist. And that's mm-hmm. not what he meant at all. No, no that's right. It's, it's not what he wanted at all. He rejected nationalism. He rejected anti-Semitism. But his illness and his, yeah. you know. His sister then took it and twisted it to that level, and unfortunately, it's not difficult to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you if you remove that essential element that in that she essentially did, that you have to have a respect for the dignity and sanctity of all human life. You have to respect that the others. Yeah, well, and that's and that's dignity. Need to. That's correct. Then seek their own will to power. That's correct, and that they must. There must be a cohesion 
between these an agreed upon way for all to I mean, live and let yes. live is not. I mean, it's it's been a you know it's been an often pillared uh, saying, but there is some truth to that. It has to exist in that. Yeah, you, you have to are, give other people room to grow. Well, you, but then again, that but within limits. See, that's part of the yes. problem that I have with limits. Um, and <laughs> certainly, if we went back and and to our Nietzsche episodes. Uh, I probably said stuff like this there, but some I'm of the sure, problems yeah. I, I, yeah. I had with Nietzsche before was that whether he meant it in a different way than he he still wrote it the way he wrote it, mm-hmm. and you know scholars can argue, well, did he really mean this, or is this truly his sister adulterating it, or how much is lost in the translation? How much is Again, lost? He's in writing in German, and there's a, probably right. senses and context in German that don't exist in English, quite possibly, mm-hmm. but I think still. there's too much of his writing. And again, it may be that this is just the natural conclusion. So it means he's either a very sloppy thinker and writer, which is not what we would normally associate with with Nietzsche. Agreed. uh, Or he truly lost sight of that communal responsibility. And I think that that is true. Whether he intended to go there or not, that's, I think, where he ended up. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, ultimately it ends in extreme Darwinism. Right, right, yeah, and, and, and full individuality. It was not his intention, right? I don't think. No, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's you know, like you guys say, you know, responsibility. Life's annoying backpack. Exactly. Yeah, you that's know, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is you it, have a responsibility to others. We may not like that, but in the end, I don't think individuality, individuality, individualism is at odds with responsibility to others no, no it's not and because i'll tell you why that, that, oh yeah. yes go ahead robert yes do it because it is only the only the individual can be responsible for others once the group is responsible for others no one is right if we all are no, no one, one is. is you you essentially abrogate your yes. responsibility to mm-hmm. others yes right. because we're lazy if somebody, if it's, if we can say, well, that's somebody else's job, that's, then yeah. that's somebody else's job, which ultimately yeah. makes it no one's, well, which makes it, it no makes one's. it the government's, and we don't care, there right? And, and once the government starts taking over all those jobs and responsibilities, well, then you end up with billions of dollars sent to Ukraine. Not enough lube there. Are, are you sure it was billions of dollars that went to Ukraine? Because I'm not entirely sure all of it went there. I don't think all of it went. I think some of it, it may have gone there and come back. Some of it went that up somebody's be. nose. Uh, that could very well. Well, it might have been you know left in various mm-hmm. courtrooms and, and hallways in the Offices, White House. Yeah. Yes. So, Robert, how are we doing on time, brother? Uh, we are at 34, almost 35. Yeah, it's, perfect. It's bourbonization. I think this is take the, yeah. Hit the button for me, brother. Yes. Let's go. Bourbon break. All right. So uh, I have poured a bottle of, or poured a shot (laughs) of, poured a whole bottle of. Are you trying to imitate me? Of Old Fitzgerald, which is a local product that is made here in in Louisville. There's quite a bit made here. Oh, yeah. And uh, $12 bottle. And you know what? It's not terrible. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's not terrible. Never featured it before. It's it's totally totally kind of straightforward. But you know what? It's not complex, but it's not terrible. I got to say, given the the uh, effusive praise that we have uh, heaped upon other bourbons, saying that it's not terrible puts it like 
in the scale of our compliments, like one step above what we said about the uh, the Trader Joe's. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I understand. Yes, you're, you you get better than that. I mean, certainly, like I said, last episode I had Old Forester Statesman. That's a fifty dollar bottle. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. This is a twelve dollar bottle. Well, you know, I revisited the uh, the Heaven Hill bottled and bond uh, mm-hmm. from the house, yep. and that was a fine uh, fine bourbon. It was it was. Uh, what you would expect, uh, it's got a lot of the, the harshness, the burn. Uh, it's not a mellow bourbon. Uh, I would say it's probably an excellent mixing bourbon as long as you don't. And this is the problem with, with people who mix. They do not mix to enhance the bourbon. And we did this early on. You mix to cover it up. You mix <laughs> to cover it up. This is our mistake. I mean, this is the, it's a beginner mistake. Some people yeah. don't grow out of that. And something like that, Heaven Hill, and I, and I bet well, something like Well, not this. necessarily a mistake, but you're just not letting the bourbon reach its full potential. Right. Well, I mean, I if somebody enjoys Coke and bourbon, fine, go for it. Enjoy mm-hmm. it if that's what you like. Whether but if it tastes like Coke, what's the point? You know, that's, it's that's, got kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, There's something to be said for legal use of legalities to feel mm-hmm. better. Yeah, and, and that is true. That is true. Uh, yeah. It's certainly something you can uh, guzzle as opposed to, to sip. We tend to the sipping bourbons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mixed drinks are more for the guzzlers. You know, an old Fitzgerald here, it's, um, again, it's not super complex. I'm not getting um, yes, that's multiple a, flavors here. But it's, it's, it's fairly smooth, mellow, kind of, kind of woodsy. Um, but, no, it, it's not. Uh, I'm going to start calling Cajun the bourbon whisperer. Yes. He, mm-hmm. He's got those. He's really pulling more flavors. I used to be able to do it, but I'm going to cede to his superiority here. But like with the uh, uh, Monk's Road, that cinnamon mm-hmm. at the end, I mean, there's you just don't get those multiple flavors as it changes on your palate. Well, good, mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I, I worry that we, because we've bought these bourbons, we judge them by their price point first. And from there, we extrapolate. I think that's not fair. I don't think no, we do. I don't think it's, well, just, it's a danger. Because, I'm not because we, we have praised the, the lower price bourbons quite I often. I understand. That's right. And it's, so it's, it's not a but, you know, and we have also to say this out. is not terrible because it's $12. Wait a minute. Let's talk about it on its own merits. On its own merit. Very Correct. good point. Yeah. Very right. good point. Right. No, it, it, uh, it, drop the price in at the end. Yeah. At the beginning. So, again, it's uh, uh, mellow, yeah. smooth. I didn't find it harsh at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you getting uh, any notes of you know caramel with vanilla or anything like that? No, more more kind of woodsy and smoky, I guess, mm-hmm. okay. uh, for my palate. But uh, you know, nothing nothing horrible. Didn't taste like toothpaste. So so to go along with these trends, what I guess we're going to do in our next episode is we're going to break out a bottle of twenty three year old Pappy, and Martin here will be drinking our well bourbon. There you go. Yeah. So you're bringing the twenty three year old Pappy. <laughs> Uh, a, that's what I heard is, but it's, it's volunteering it's, to do that. You know, uh, we got to go with range. How many people can really tell the difference? A See, lot of people the say they can. Well, well and, I can uh, provide a pretty decent range. We could we say could do, we experience might do that a blind that a taste pocket. test. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, and I think that's not a bad idea because yeah. uh, I mean, I'll give Martin and I'll give Cajun some some primo taste ability just by what you've related on here. I can't do that, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I mean. 
Robert, you'd have to speak for your yourself. Your palate's been ruined. Well, soft drinks. Well, yeah. it's like the nose. You have some areas exactly. with wine, and you have people that can pick up some of the notes. And it is you a have talent. It is nothing. Some of it's just well, biological. Well, well I've definitely exactly got the beak for this. Well, it's not just the, the, the beak, but, you know, Martin's point about ruining the palate is mm-hmm. a valid one. Oh, yeah. It is. Um, but the taste buds regrow quickly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So after, come back very quickly. After I gave up uh, drinking Cokes almost two years ago now, um, I still occasionally, I, I call it, I don't call it uh, uh, going back on this because I think Verner's and Fago are in a totally different category. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I will have my are. occasional Verner. Yes, they are. You're welcome mm-hmm. to my Verner's. It's in the fridge over there. Oh, awesome. awesome. I don't know. It might be flat. Uh, so I um, believe Fago, isn't that the Juggalo, preferred drink of Juggalos? Is Fago? Juggalos? Yes. Juggalos. ICP, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Ah, Our yes. first mention of Insane Clown Posse on the uh, after 200 it, some I, I episodes. Be, I believe it's, it's, it is, I believe Fago that's the I believe you may be correct. right. It, it, it's either that or Fanta, and I can never remember which, but I believe it's Fago. Well, it could be. So Fago and, and Verner's are more of a uh, uh, northern thing. Uh, I grew up with them, mm-hmm. and you know they're not, they, they really don't have the same kind of uh, feel in your mouth, even you know, when you drink cokes, it's very syrupy. You can, it's, yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's it's a regional uh, no, thing. No, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yes, please. Shasta not. was a big one down here. Uh, yeah, that we, we we might remember. And RC, 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 syrupy. Ah, never never did like RC. But anyways, that's the only carbonated beverage I drink. And honestly, I can't really drink a whole lot of that just because I've been so long away from the carbonation. It just immediately wants to come right back up. You know it. Especially, well, I, I guess Coca-Cola will never be a sponsor. But I, I find Coke especially, the first few sips, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Then it's like, oh, crap, why am I drinking battery acid? So it's I feel that way about Pepsi. So it, it, it's just that I don't know if it's the switch from real sugar to the corn syrup. It is. That plays yeah. a big part in it. That's I exclusively difference. buy Mexican Coca-Cola, which yeah. still uses real cane sugar. Cane well, sugar. And then we get kosher Coke on occasion, too. Same thing. But so. anyways, the that really does have an effect on oh, yeah. the palate. Right. And it does. The, the, if you go back and listen to the episodes over the last two years, you will hear me picking up far more than I used to. This is true. You have you have created you know you've gone further than than uh, than you than you began it, yeah. which is oh, should by be far goal. by far it should yes. be all our goals. Yeah, Francis has become a fan of uh, Judge Smale's favorite drink, Fresca. Absolutely, it's uh, zero calories, zero sugar. I mean, it's aspartame, but uh, it uh, and it's got a clearness to it. With still some, a hint of sweet, so it's a... Uh, well, the sweetness still... It, it's partially that sweetness I know, that's is what overwhelms your taste. That's why I'm yeah. having issues, but I'm trying to do better with it. Do you know the cat is the only animal that cannot taste sweet? Yeah. Wow, that's really depressing. Of course you two guys would know but, that. Absolutely, yeah. But it is able to differentiate between individual smells mm-hmm. much better than a human or a dog, even. Yeah. Uh, and they, I believe it's... Uh, uh, dog has like eight different ones that it can differentiate. Humans have two that they can differentiate, you know. And uh, cats have thirty. <laughs> Rats, hundred and twenty. Rats have the best ability to differentiate between smells. 
for the animal that will literally eat almost anything. Exactly. It can, it, yeah, but that makes it, sense. But it's getting more, but it's maybe getting that's more smell it's tasting more better flavor. notes in it exactly. than we think is there. It's, yes. it's, it's getting a lot more out perception. of it than you are. Okay, that with ability. Perception. At that note, let's get back on track with bourbon, <laughs> bourbon break. break. Yes. I mean, so bourbon break is already a rat hole. A rabbit hole. Now we're Into in a, a rabbit, rabbit hole, hole of yeah. the rabbit hole. That's uh-huh. another distillery. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Cajun, what did uh, what did I pour for you, sir? Uh, Mick, 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 say it for me. Mick. Michters. There you go. Good old Michters, which is also basically a Louisville brand here locally. Yes, their Rick House is uh, off Seventh Street, between Seventh mm-hmm. and Dixie. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Um, so yeah. it's yeah. on Wathen. Uh, well, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. It's about. It's something that we've had here on the show before, and I really liked it. I found it complex. I remember it. Yeah. It now it is pretty complex. It's not a sweet style bourbon, but it's not a hot peppery rye either. It's got a bit of a bite to it. It's more rough. It's like uh, it's got a lot of earthy tones to it. It's like taking leather and dipping it in allspice. It's a nice spiciness oh, there, but not leather, being peppery. Leather, like yeah. you took some old horse leathers and sweated it on and a little spice on it and chewed it for a minute and do a little wow. dirt in there too. That's got yeah. to be the best description of any bourbon I, that, that we've is, ever had. That is the yeah. best in 200 he, episodes he, that we've he is, ever he done. He used the bourbon whisperer. And, yeah. and awesome. you finish off with some citrus in the back end of it. Yep. I, I think the rest of us need to just shut up and let him talk about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. He stuff. can only drink one at a time, though. That's part of the problem. Are you sure well, about that? I don't that? know about that. No, I don't, that I don't know. That's, I think I've proven that wrong before. Now, whether or not I'd be good on picking out the notes would be another story. But yeah, I can definitely drink two different ones well, at the same time. Well, I understand that, yeah. Well done. Yeah. So, Francis, what did I pull I am you? I'm finishing off the last of your Old Forester Statesman. Statesman, yes. I don't think I've had this before. I don't believe I you don't have. I don't believe it. I have not and myself. And it's a... It is mellow, very mellow. Now, of course, I'm using this with your spherical ice here, uh, and it, it, it has no bite whatsoever. I mean, it's almost like you could chug a lug this stuff. I, I really love it. And, yeah, and it is, it is, clearly, if you guys haven't had any of it, I must have drank the whole You bottle. must have, because I don't recall ever having it. And I don't think I've ever say, had it. And, you know, it, it, that's a, it is so, of course, you know, your, your two spawns may have uh, helped themselves, I suppose. In I don't think so. Uh, the Elvis so. doesn't really partake, does he? Uh, the eldest does have a couple of bottles at his apartment. Oh, does he? Yeah, he doesn't very frequently. He prefers beer. Okay. He's a he's mm-hmm. a Corona extra. Good, good. That's right. fine. Yeah. Cajun just took to a sip of, of mine here, so I'm, we're going to ask the whisperer to to tell us what he's picking up over here on this. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I know. Yeah. It's fully bloomed because it's we've had we've let the ice melt a bit. It's. Got some citrus in there. Yeah. There's a bit of caramel. You can yeah. pick yes. up some of the oak yes. too. Yep. There. And no pepper that I could pick up. No. Almost it's, it's, a touch of clove, I want to say. Yep. yep. Yeah. Wow. I was gonna say. I, I, oh, that's I, interesting. And that's just. And it is pretty. It. it the ice is melted pretty good in it. I, I'd be interested to see what it is straight up hot. Um. It, again, it's a it's a fifty fifty two dollar bottle. Uh, right, which to be honest, when I saw how much it was, what had cost, I was a little You're surprised. You're very surprised Martin sprung for it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I hate to <laughs> find a point on it, but yes, you're right. Uh, but uh, Not that you're cheap, you're thrifty. Well, copper wire was invented by two Martins pulling on a penny. That's true. Uh-huh. That's now, true. now, but what was the proof on this? I don't you know. I don't remember. Um, I believe it's under a hundred. Yeah, it's, it's not. See, it's not a high proofer. See, that's the problem with the under a hundreds. Yep. About there is a or so a a ninety three. Pardon the term, sweet spot. 
Yeah. Of you can only let the ice melt so far. Yeah. And then you should almost really take the ice cube out of the. There's the, some truth mm-hmm. because it should bloom, but it doesn't continue to do so. And maybe if you have used those lower proofs with just a smaller amount of ice. Yes. You know, instead of the, the big chunk. Well, of and water. that's why I've always not uh, tried to not have a whole lot of ice in mine. But when you get up to like you know the the standard for the highest proof that we've had, I think mm-hmm. is the old Forrester Prohibition style at 120. No, 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 no. It, it was did, uh, the the Booker's. Booker's. We had Booker's was more than after that. The, after the funeral. Big boy bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, a 127 somewhere along in it there. was in the yeah. 120s. But both of them. And you I know, did learn when I was at Beam that the Booker's goes up to about 129 is their highest, but it yeah. can vary from the one teens up to yeah. about 129, yeah. depending on where it was in the Rick House. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't stay the same. Whereas the Prohibition style of Forster is designed at 120. Yeah, and right. I mean, it gave me a freaking headache because I had it neat the first time we had it. Mm-hmm. That and, was a mistake. Oh, that was a mistake. You're exactly <laughs> right because it, it was not designed for that. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, the higher proofs generally they, you know, you're not necessarily expected, but you know, it, the higher proofs, it is perfectly acceptable to dilute to a degree, and it, See, and it's, I, it, it, it helps it f- find its full flowering. See, it I, does. I, I, I was a, you I was a huge flower, Booker's what? fan. Go ahead. And my Booker's was always neat. <laughs> see, I, I love it neat. I see. I, there's very few bourbons that I've had that that were not improved by adding ice and letting the the letting it bloom. Letting yeah. it bloom. I think the old Forester Statesman, though, you could do neat. You could because it's not exceptionally high. I mean, we didn't, a, we didn't check the a, proof on it. I think it's a 94. Yeah, and it, it's it's doable. It's not as low as like the Wild Turkey, which is 84, mm-hmm. which you could easily do that. Yeah, and that actually is. I think it's preferable that way. Yeah. But when yeah. you get, for example, Wild Turkey 101, yeah. totally different. Yeah. yeah when yeah, you get the, to, the, when you hit 100, really yeah. the blooming is. It's essential. time. It's time to add a little. Yeah. Add a little yeah. bloom. Yeah. But the old Forester Statesman, I really enjoy and recommend. And I thought it was, again, that a lot of the same stuff that Cajun was talking about. There's, there's. There's just a lot there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very tasty, very complex. Old Forester brand Oaks is just one of the best. That yeah. and Wild Turkey are probably the two yes. that I like the best. I think it's easy to dismiss this one because it's got this movie tie-in to this what Kingsman film series. Right. Oh uh, yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. It's it's got kind of a kitschy tie-in. Yeah, thing. but we've talked about movie tie-ins and Mark stuff like that good. before. It's, it's that's good. kind of you know it's kind of like. Pass that by. Don't you do that? Might get you into the door, but that doesn't keep you at the dance. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. I think uh, Makers is like that. You know, obviously they're the king of marketing. When oh, absolutely. To, to oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, honestly, the, the the standard bottle. I mean, it's okay. It's good. It's bourbon. It's good. Yeah. But compared to m- so many that we've had, it's yeah. We broadened I, our palates yeah. considerably. See, now so, I, I consider Makers a cooking bourbon. Right. Well, you because know, that, that, it's not I mean, to me. It's a mixing bourbon. See, that's um, literally why my one of my smokers, it's got the wax dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, now the Maker's Forty Six was very good. Uh, I liked that quite a bit. So, Robert, I poured you the last of your Monk's Road. Yeah. Wasn't it? Now this is the small batch, right? Yes, Monk's Road small batch, small which batch. is about a forty dollar bottle. Right, which is a the, really good price for this, yeah, in my fifth, opinion. Yeah, 5th District is usually more around 75 or 80. What's your proof on this one? Do you remember? It's not a high proof either. No, I don't so think it is because of how much. It's under 100 proof. All right, yeah. But this is, again, a, very, a, a weeded, so it's going to have sweetness. It's going to have sweetness. Um, to me, this this hits in the gums quite a bit. 
where it, where the finish. I mean, yeah. there's a finish in the stomach, you know, when when he gets yeah. down there. Um, but you know, a lot of the back of the mouth kind of thing with, and uh, when it's not too diluted, which really by now it really kind of is, but um, it's got a nice. It, it's really that uh, what do we call it, Martin? The Kentucky Kiss, right? When when yes, everything really hits you in the mouth. In the mouth is the Kentucky Kiss, um, and then when it feels in the chest is the. Kentucky and we talked about hug. this before. It's got that cinnamon finish. Yep. And it's almost what hits in the back of the mouth of the gums is not quite. It's not like a sweet citrus. It's almost more like a grapefruit kind of style. Not that, but you know, it's interesting. It's yeah. a kind of a citrusy with Good. a with a with a not a sweet it's not exactly sour a tang tang maybe i mean it's a good way to put it but the cinnamon you really can feel it on your tongue the tip of your tongue and on your lips like you would with a like a fireball yeah it's that warmth without that peppery taste yeah yeah and it's to me that's a far better way i mean i don't know what they've done to it to achieve that particular profile but uh it, you know if you're looking for that that's much better than using the rye i mean rye is okay in very small portions to me uh, yeah. I would not be a fan. You're of, just you're just not a fan of high rye bourbon. I am not. I mean, they're okay. They're they're fine, but to me, and we have said this many times, it's if I start on that, I can't have anything else after it. Yeah, because that flavors the rest of it because it just hangs around so much. Depending on the bourbon, you know. I'd be interested to see what you do with this Buzz of Truths my uncle introduced me to. It's a rye bourbon, but it's not like any rye I've had before. Yeah, you had mentioned that, I think we in our to, in our signal chap. Yeah, yeah we'll I have some at the house. He gave me half the bottle that was left that we were working on. Well, I yeah. look forward to our next uh, our next super tube because we're going to go deep with all this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just um, so that that kind of makes for uh, a big consensus on Monk's Road. So a huge, huge congrats to to Wally Dant and the Logsdale Distillery. Yeah, they've done an amazing job. So, because yes. that, uh, and that's it's that's just, the entry Wally. level monks, right? You know, Monks Road ended up becoming a priest. Uh, probably no. his father. His father was a priest. Yeah, that's right. I was gonna say oh, it's probably okay. so related. This is, yeah, this is Wally's son. This is the Wally. Wally yeah, this is Wally Jr. Yeah, the oh, Wally okay. you know was a deacon. Yeah. Right, and his deacon, wife, wife away, died. Yes, and he and it, so and it he ended up becoming right. a priest. Okay. Uh, and this is not easily, I'll tell you. They're a fairly uh, large family. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are. And he uh, he was pastor at St. Thomas for a while. They loved him out there. Mm -hmm. But he he developed diabetes. Yeah, and he he died earlier. Than most people thought he should have. Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful fellow, I knew him well. He was. I always heard guy. good things and, about and him. I never met him. This past right. week, was it Wally's sister that passed? I hadn't heard. Amy no. Dant, that was in my class, actually, her mother. What? Oh, that's oh, really. Sad. I remember Amy very well. No, I did not know. See, uh, and they are there in Wally's family. I'm not sure if it's Wally's sister or what the aunt, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Could be an aunt, I guess. That depends right. on the time frame because. Yes, she could have been. There's, there's a whole lot of dance. I went. To school. Yeah, I was gonna say that it might have been. I went to school with Kathleen Dant, uh, which was which was related to Amy. But, but yes, there was a passing in the Dant family in the last right. couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, that's very sorry. From yeah. now, it'll be about six weeks past when this right. comes yeah. out. Or so that is very sad. But it 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 also points out to the uh, wonderfulness of the upbringing of Francis. And Asia <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because of where they grew up. They are surrounded by bourbon royalty. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean you it. have ancestors, Francis, that are bourbon royalty. Well, that's true because I directly descend from both Basil Hayden, which is a bourbon brand, and Waddy Boone, Walter right. Boone. Right. And that's a re that's yeah. real royalty. That's I mean, real, that's high level yeah. royalty. Boone, no, 
uh, Dant. Yeah. I mean, these are the these are related uh, fame, of course. Yeah. These are the families. That's right. Uh, yeah. So again, you know, this is Wally's now third generation. Uh, in fact, uh, we mentioned this before. The Dant family ended up in court because at some point along the line, many years ago, they actually sold the Dant name, J.W. Dant, yeah. to Heaven Hill. That's correct. Who, who mm-hmm. produces a J.W. Dant bourbon. And when they had started Log Still and uh, Monk's Road, they were They wanted to get it back and could they, they were some kind of, they were using a little bit of it in the advertising, reviving the legacy of J.W. Dant kind of thing. Yeah. And Heaven Hill is... Heaven Hill said, no, you're not. But they did get <laughs> awarded back the original processing license number or whatever. That, that is possible. Yeah. I'm uh, not on, sure. On that that they used to yeah. have for the JW. It, it, My yeah, grandfather actually worked it's... at the Dant Distillery back in the 40s yeah. uh, uh, during the war because he was too old to, to go to war. And that's uh, one of the jobs that he had at that time. He had left the oil distributorship. And before he founded his own oil distributorship uh, in New Haven, this was this is where he went. And my grandmother always told the story about how the Dant family was so frugal uh, <laughs> that they would use newspaper to wallpaper the holes in their in, in their. But you know that place. that was a common thing. That was it, very it common. Was. Well, if you go to a lot of the places in Old Louisville, yeah, uh, I was looking at a place once many years ago. Uh, it was definitely a fixer upper. And the place was just covered. It was a common practice yeah. at the time. And it, because it, my grandmother always thought it was strange. Not only wallpaper, but if you tore down the walls or any plaster type, there would be newspapers watered up and put in the walls yeah. for insulation. Right, because it was cheap. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And it yeah. was, it was a Well, it actually works. You know, uh, it was, yeah. Uh, that's not an uncommon thing for uh, uh, homeless is to use newspaper mm-hmm. stuffed in their clothing for mm-hmm. insulation. Help hold heat in. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Green Revolution it was like, well, let's chop up newspaper and turn it into insulation. Well, we all have been doing that for a hundred yeah. years. It's not a new idea. Well, it's kind of like the packaging. I wish I could. I wish I had the background for the uh, change the packaging. It's not all new. There well, was uh, somebody was talking like, about the uh, the fact that uh, ships at sea yeah. use so much energy and oil mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So they postulated an idea. Uh, that maybe we should create this great big uh, wind uh, capturing kite kite. that we could put out there. And, of course, somebody picked up on this and wrote it, and they put a picture of an 18th century uh, sailing ship, and it says, how about this? Yeah, I I posted that. It was you that did that. Okay, because I remember that. Oh, I uh, missed that. Oh, yeah. This is the new thing is to convert tankers into sailing ships. And they think this is a new idea. That's right. Well, and I mean, how the, there's a reason we stopped. Sail that. have to be to drive a. You and know, you, well, they realize the technology that goes 50, into a thousand ton look tanker. At, look yeah. at there's a number of other things, electric cars. Oh yeah, well, it's cars, not a new cars, issue. Cars were electric when they started. Yeah, it's we not had a new idea. Car. The other thing, multi fuel cars. We had that back then, too. Yeah, you yeah. could run in your Model A on kerosene if you wanted to. Oh, white lightning, for that matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's you know. Clean uh, burning fuel. Or, or, yeah, biofuel, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. For, we yeah, do, we like, do that already. We've got our ethanol in our, yeah. our gas. Yeah. Already 10% in most places. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, that and ethanol, that's that. evil because that takes bourbon seed and perverts it into. into well, well. It, because there's no road taxes for it either. Uh-huh. Yes. There's so a lot have, of reasons. They have for that. to add bittering agents so that people won't drink the ethanol when it's. <laughs> well, it, it was when my grandfather had an oil distributorship back in the 40s, he would sell fuel oil to all the farmers out in Nelson County. Mm-hmm. And they were 
required to put a dye in it. Yes. So that that way it couldn't be used for other things. Actually, diesel is still that way because of the road taxes and the uh, no tax on the farm. They red coated dye on the diesel and they can tell if you've been putting in other things that way. That's correct. My grandfather, so the story goes, you know, was known to have mercy on a few folks that were particularly destitute, mm-hmm. and he would, sure. he would he would withhold yeah. that so they could make the abilities to use it other places yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You get caught running red, you're, you're they'll dead. Ta- they'll tag your your vehicle. Exactly, and uh, Pop was very, very, so the story goes, very uh, sensitive to that and tried mm-hmm. to help folks out best he could. See, now, that's uh, not to unintentionally swing us out of bourbon break and back into what we're talking about, but, you know, that's the communal responsibility that's right that we were talking about yeah yeah that's exactly mm-hmm. it that's well, right that's the individual doing the right thing whether it's well whether it's legal or not or not or even legal right it's probably about time to suck us back to all this anyway ain't yeah, it? Know, not, avoiding not, the revenueers yeah yes. you know not standing aside and saying well that's government's responsibility it's like you know what i can i can extend credit or i can do a little something here and and let people Right. Yeah, I can boot, take I can care of my leg. neighbors. Well, my grandfather was known to do that because before he, in the in the twenties, he and his brother uh, uh, were uh, owned a uh, uh, general store, and they sold a lot of the product to the uh, moonshiners mm-hmm. throughout that. Oh yeah, and a lot of and the fact that the house where my father grew up in was lost to the store as a debt. And according to my grandmother, that they went, he went, this before they were married, uh, my grandfather and his brother, Uncle Webb, went to enormous lengths not to foreclose on this family because it was the old feral place and they had like 16 kids or something like that. <laughs> and uh, that it was, but it, sooner or later, you reach the point where, you know, you have to do that. And that's where my father grew up until he was like in the eighth mm-hmm. grade, was, the, was that house that had, had been acquired that way. And it's just kind of like you do what you can for this small community. And it goes back to that principle, I think. Well, what subs- goes around comes around, too. Very much yeah. so. It goes back to that subsidiarity that we've talked yes. about. That yes. you, it, you well, always do it at that'll the, be sol- lo- yes. yeah. the lowest possible level is the mm-hmm. only place where justice happens because they're the only people that really give a shit. Well, That's justice. Take yeah. Yes, well, justice can only happen at the individual level. Absolutely, yes. Justice at the group level is not justice it's often vengeance okay. it's often vengeance it's often yeah. uh, guised mm-hmm. as justice but what it really is 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 i don't even know what i would call it yeah but true I, justice i, I had a hard I think, time with that like so, a, a so very we well, actually we actually went from bourbon break and transitioned already back to where we were yeah didn't even we have did. to do it yeah. yeah and i haven't said a whole lot on this whole quote bit yet i've been just you have not and listening yeah. and i'm just gonna throw this out here Society or the group cannot survive without the individual as the outlier on the outside. It oh, goes absolutely. back to the old sheepdog mm-hmm. and the I, herd I, of sheep, you know. Um, it's composed it, of individuals. It's so hard to have new thinking or mm-hmm. uh, uh, some kind of entrepreneurial thinking without individualism. Without well, breaking out of the group. The group will not break out of the comfortable mold that they're used to and, contain and, within. And history tells us we must do that at occasion. It is Well, it's a very it's, naturalistic thing because just like in chemistry, everything works towards equilibrium. Society does the same thing. It works towards, tries to find a form of peaceful coexistence. Yeah, it's And that individual, it can be 
Just as we said in the previous episode, good or evil, the choice is that individuals. I mean, well, yeah, well, it's either way being on the outside. Will cast out and excise. There's a good one right there for that. Yeah, I don't know if that's all right. right. We're not getting right. But uh, compared to those who those who previous form, Charlie, we were talking about previously. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was an individual outlier, but he certainly did not do. Yeah, he did not conform, and society punished him. Right, but there he still are outliers. The group. To the good and to the bad. Yeah. Right, because you can become an individual without abrogating your responsibility to others. Well, yeah, Steve mm-hmm. Jobs was an outlier. And I, know, I think that's... For, yeah. uh, for many other reasons, you know, and yeah. sometimes that didn't well, help him. It, it's interesting. He was an outlier that had a lot of positive effect. He did. But honestly, yeah. he was an asshole. He was, absolutely. He was and, a total asshole. And in many respects, he was... For all the, the uh, adulation he receives, and I'm probably going to... But it's become known in recent days that he was very, very insulated to the point of stupidity. And his own death is, is just the one that we've really, nobody can get past because there were many, many treatments, uh, traditional treatments for, for his cancer that he yes. refused no. to take so he could keep on with the holistic and unproven and ultimately failing attempts at treatment that cost carrot juice type. That's uh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, to, it's yeah. like those people who say, well, you know, my cousin's sister-in-law's brother's uh, dog catcher saw this article on the Internet, and that's why I don't wear masks because of COVID. Well, that's, that's some of that out there is yeah. you cannot conform. And I think that Steve Jobs kind of began to believe, as yeah. power corrupts, here's where we go with yeah. this, uh, that he was such a special person that was so different from everybody else that he had to do it differently. That he he had secret knowledge, very gnostic, very gnostic. Yes, where that uh, nobody else had the ability because of his power and influence. That he what a doofus. Well, that's correct. That's ultimately where that ends. Uh, it creates power. Not only creates insularness. That's not really a word, but it's an echo chamber. No, it, yeah, it, it's an echo yeah. chamber to the point where we will do what is ultimately fatal in his case, yeah. uh, because we can't think beyond it. His his entrepreneurship was eventually subsumed into its own echo chamber mm-hmm. right. and dies. Well, and, that, and that flaw in thinking is then what leads to the insanity in the group's nation's epoch. True, and I'm going to well, toss this out here, and Martin's probably going to like this one. You can either be liked by the group, or you can be hated and get shit done. Sometimes that's just what it boils well, down to. People ain't well, going to like you for what you have to do well, sometimes. And that goes back and to that's that the assholeness of, of Jobs. He was, he was able to push forth things that and get things done that may not have been possible without that. True. And that's right. possible. What ends up happening is, and I'm sorry to say I'm holding one of his products up in my well, hand I was gonna say, right now. Many of us yes, I'm we, not. Okay. Cajun is but the only one that I'm has not gone to the dark side. I'm but the outlier. At what price? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. How much because does this bag make cost? No, no, not. No, not no, what does it co- no, not no. what it costs us. What, is what it does it cost others? What is it costing others? These things are basically made in concentration camps. Yes, and oh, yeah. the, and and the rare earth metals that are in these right. uh-huh. are also made in ba- it's child labor. They come from the same camp. countries that that produce. Yeah, it, unfortunately, most of the rare metals that we need today are yes. in that country. Exactly, and we speak a lot. That's of China, about, by the way. I don't yes. care if the commies know how I say much. That. How much blood is on not only our collective hands? How much blood is on my hands? 
in your hand. Are in you sure hand. your liver didn't come from China? They're in that business now too. Yeah, you, will, you know. But I mean, to be serious, and and when we look at some of the other goods that we makes, have, uh, and this is that yeah, grit, I mean, it, it makes diamonds. Mentality. It makes blood diamonds look yeah. like nothing. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're literally the, forming the organs damage. in China now. Yeah, the you damage know, uh, that we cause. We've got. Um, Ford has has promised billions of dollars in investments uh, mm-hmm. in, in this this uh, state to produce batteries for electric cars. Yeah. On the one hand, I applaud that the the economic investment. I, I think that's a great thing for Kentucky. On the other hand, electric cars are the stupidest thing. And they have currently. no disposal plan for those batteries yet. Where are we going to put them? Plus, I saw in the news this morning there is a second competitor going in down on the side of Radcliffe somewhere. They're talking about. Wow, well, uh, Michigan. Uh, there's some uh, outside of the Detroit metro area. There are uh, there's some battery plants going in up there. So they are out. They're doing this in multiple mm-hmm. places. Which what that tells you is, electric cars are just taking up more and more of the market. If they're putting in multiple plants yeah. across the country, yeah, they're not doing this. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, part of it's social they may, pressure. Social pressure. They may have peaked. Luckily, they may be behind on this because well, I, I think market penetration of the electric car has peaked. Yeah, well, well battery-powered vehicles are not going to do the farming community but any favors unless no, they you use not. it to run and go get parts but, or something close. Right, by. but yeah. they will. They will eventually. Eventually, the battery technology will Catch advance, it. and what have you, and it will be a viable. Thing. And Not that's true for currently. a lot of technologies. That's, that's the, that's the mean, hope. That's the plan. Uh, well, we ain't I mean, there yet, brother. But we are changing, not there yet. They're changing over everything and whatever. Yeah, we're we're premature on this. Yeah. Well, but I, I am never premature. I come exactly when I wish to. Wow. 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 That's not a word. Okay, boner. Gandalf. That's right. That's exactly. Not exactly wow. A, word a boner, wizard arrives when yeah. he wishes, precisely exactly. when he wishes. Oh. There you go. Endo from Francis. Amazing. Speaking of of of. Building at all costs. You were mentioning the fact that it's Ford that's putting in these plants. Ford, we have a number of plants in this state. Yeah, in the city um, too. In the city, yeah. we got two. Look at Ford's background. What was his empire built on? I mean, the Model Ford, T. Ford, Ford was a fuel combustion engine. Basically, Ford was a say. Nazi. He oh, sponsored. He sponsored Hitler. He's the only individual named in Mein Kampf. I will have to take well, your word for it. Well, I've not but read he's it. also seen as the model. He is in, in Huxley. Yes, he is. But he, he's seen as the divinity for is. Huxley. And 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 he he caused a lot of damage in South America with his his individual you know his idea of taking the coal plants, yeah. basically their idea of the coal towns, and wanting to do the same thing with the Ford plant. Mm. Uh, and, and rubber and, and rubber. rubber and yeah. everything else rubber and he's, you know was done the same way we've it, there's a lot of blood yeah, on well, a lot of hands uh, yeah. all the industrialists in, in the industrial reports yeah. he did seek to pay people decently he did. yes he did yes and uh, if it were not for it, it, obviously the unions had a great deal to do with this yeah but he was the first manufacturer that uh-huh. that voluntarily Created a forty-hour work week, and paid what we would call today a living wage. He, he, he learned the lessons of the Standard Oils and the he, JP. He Morgan's wanted he wanted his employees to be able to buy his own product. Yes, he didn't see any sense in the idea of I'm making a product, but nobody that works on it can buy it. I've yeah, got, and that's to be lauded. No matter what oh his yes. personal oh views, yeah. that's an awesome well, thing. There was one thing that affected all of you, 
including myself, that I bet you don't know Ford is responsible for because of his racism. Oh, okay. Ford was was a racist, was not big on African-Americans. common at the time. And he was, of his time frame. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately. He believed jazz was going to be the downfall of society, white society. <laughs> so, okay, to counter that, he paid for, and the Ford Corporation still pays for today. No, no, the Ford Foundation. Ford Foundation still pays for today, something that is taught in all of our American schools to this day to keep the jazz out. Square dancing. Those square <laughs> dancing classes that all of you went through Never did. Are Never the did. Really, you guys didn't do square dancing in, in gym class? Nope. Are the, they're the respon- those are responsible. F- those came directly from Ford's racism and hatred of jazz. So basically what Never you're saying is that. today's line dancing is all Ford's fault. It is. And it's got a racist okay. past. Okay, before, before <laughs> we blame all of country music on Henry Ford, um, what are we looking at on time, Robert? I think uh, we, we, it is pretty much one... 112 here, so I think it's time, it's for time, to, wrap yeah, time to wrap it up. So I don't think that completely went where I wanted it to go, but that's okay. <laughs> well, code of honor, you never know where that's You never going. know. And we didn't give Robert time to, to like, hammer anything in. Well, I, I think I've probably got a few thoughts. that. Mm-hmm. that yeah, absolutely. Everybody so, got their moments. So I, I'm not sure the experiment worked, but we'll, we'll keep no, I think so. It's, just, it's, 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 a, it's a paradigm change. That's all. It, yeah. it's, it's a structural change for sure. It, but everybody got their time. That, yes. That's, that's it was, where it the was magic good. It was a good discussion. Well, Cajun was a little light. Uh, no, he, he was he was very perceptive. I thought. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, he was perceptive. But that's all right. You guys and, are, and, and you wise. say you willingly stepped back a little bit. Right. So, right. So that's that's not nobody was disenfranchised. But it yeah. was no. Yeah. I mean, th- but I'm it, not shy. I'll speak up what I need. Oh, well, no, that's, that's I'm not worried. So, but it was a a very good discussion of the idea between individualism is great, but mm-hmm. what is your responsibility to others Let's, when you yeah. view yourself What is your quote it? again? Because I, I, I do, I would like to still kind of try and do my role as the hammer here. All right, so let me make sure I have it here. Come on. In individuals, insanity is rare, but in groups, parties, nations, and epochs, it is the rule. So it's, you know, an indictment of groupthink. Yeah, right. Let's give Martin, I mean, Robert, the, the final say here. You know, it's interesting that what we focused on was the second half of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which obviously, you know. Oh, I did not. Well, well I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I kept generally bringing speaking, us back to as, the as first half. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about individualism and, and well, not talking about the craziness of groupthink and, and well, herd I, mentality and mob so much, rules. It wasn't so much that uh, the individualism, individualism is uh, is what I mean as so much as uh, the lack of craziness, the insanity yeah. in the individual. Because in many ways, I think, what we, and I think I mentioned this early, uh, what we would call uh, sci- uh, psychopaths and sociopaths, which is in, in its own way mm-hmm. a form of insanity, is far more common than we ever realized. Uh, so I, I, in some ways he is somewhat wrong on, on the first half of that, but it is nowhere near as common as the insanity of mm-hmm. the group, I, I yeah. would grant that. And, and again, from his time and, and what yes. he could experience, what information he could take in in 1840, 50, 60. Oh, I got one last thought for you. Give me one other person and I have a partner in crime. Give me a group and I have a distraction. Well, and, and mm-hmm. you know, that's very true. Yeah. You know, one of the things that um, 
that uh, we have lamented often in, in snakes and otters is uh, the the you know things have devolved into a us versus them. Yeah, uh, the other mm-hmm. side is evil. Right, uh, and also the the group right. identity. Right, when you when oh, you yeah. become part of the group, it, it the other the other group is no longer a disagreement. Mm-hmm. It's they are evil. You're evil and right. must be destroyed. Right, because everything is framed as good versus evil. You can't yeah. bargain with evil. Evil must be destroyed. Right. Mm-hmm. So the compromise, the great Henry Clay compromise idea of our system, is now gone. Right. Well, and and nowadays that's considered a great evil. Yeah, in of itself. I mean, right. that very the very uh, yeah. the Kansas uh, is the Kansas Nebraska Act is that the one? Missouri of, compromise Missouri, was yes. his. Eighteen twenty. Uh, 1820 and 1850. Yeah, where we're you know, and he authored compromises throughout that period. I'm re- currently reading H.W. Brand's book about uh, Clay, uh, Webster, and Calhoun. Yeah, the, right. the second generation. And, and the issue with that is, you know, why we even in in my high school uh, history classes, we looked upon those compromises as evils, mm-hmm. as bad things, because it perpetuated. Uh, slavery perpetuated slavery and it would eventually lead to the civil war right. but at the time clay thought he was saving, saving the, the union yeah, right. right and you know maybe he was maybe he wasn't it, it, who I knows mean, calhoun was definitely threatening to blow the whole thing up right uh, so this you know it was a counteraction to, to calhoun to, to keep everything together right but so to, to go go back to this idea you know between the individual and the 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 group the group isn't always crazy and we lose sight of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, we can do charity in groups. We can we, do. We, we can. Do. We can make good things happen mm-hmm. in a group. As a matter of fact, some things, some good things that need to be done, can only be done in groups. Cool. Because you have to combine the power, the resources, and organize them. Yeah, I mean, to do those good. You things. can't go to the moon by yourself. There are Amish born raising. Amish born raising. <laughs> Amish born raising. Barn raising. Barn oh, barn raising. Mm-hmm. Barn raising. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, exactly. That, that's, that's a, a, that's a good micro example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've talked with, we, we've kind of kidded Martin with his, uh, uh, with the libertarian view of things. You know, in your world, you'd be driving on dirt roads or through, through uh, forests because. Are you saying that's a bad thing? Uh, no, I'm talking about in the city. In the city, probably dirt roads and forests are a bad thing. I wouldn't be in the city, would you? But <laughs> not if I could help Probably fewer it. potholes than Louisville has. Probably. But better roads. But Martin's, you know, when you take Martin's yeah, li- libertarian I, I, stance to the extreme, yeah, I only <laughs> claim to have a libertarian streak. Streak, yes, yeah. Uh, but you know, his responsibility ends at his driveway. Well, if that's the case, he ain't getting to work. Yeah. Uh, you know, which. But your work is at home then. But I, 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 I do. That is <laughs> yes. another. Uh, no, another I mean, subject. in his, in that instance, your work would be at home, surviving mm-hmm. on your ranch. Yeah. As opposed to working to for anywhere. that evil government. Well, which is which is where I'm going. Is, you know, there is a place <laughs> for the group as much as there is a place for the individual. Yeah. I mean, and as yes, you mentioned, yes. Martin, the, the, the entrepreneurial spirit, that spirit of innovation, whether it's as an entrepreneur or as just as, as a scientist coming up with new and, and, and great things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the individual inventor is is dead, really. Excuse it's me? All, well, the, com- the complexity. Really? So, what multi-trillion-dollar idea have you taken to market all on your own? 
actually am just getting ready to. <laughs> really? Well, when it hits multi-trillion dollars, uh, let's uh, talk. We'll see. But so, I, I think there's a valid point in that. <laughs> we knew him when. You have to have both. You have to uh-huh. have both. The individualism. Balance. Yeah, you, yeah, you've got to. The individual can have the spark. But to make it really fan into a flame, mm-hmm. the group you've got to get the group bring, involved. Yeah, yeah, you bring others in. That's very true. Yeah, marketing industrialization cannot happen on an individual basis. Yeah. What can't industrialization? It, well, yeah. but who's to say that industrialization was a good thing? Well, it, it, good or bad, it's probably neither. But, bring, but it is necessary yeah. in certain mm-hmm. levels. Yeah, bring, well, bring a good idea to others. You can't to make others, a star yeah. except requires, requires help. industry. Yes, you got to have and, help. And so many things. You have to, to balance, and this is true of individual rights and responsibilities all the way up to the group rights and responsibilities. You have to balance one against the other. Mm-hmm. The individual, in his supposed sanity, uh, ideally there are enough of them to keep the group from doing really insane stuff, like putting people in mm-hmm. railroad cars and sending them off to be gassed. Yes. Not enough individuals were able to stand up against that, or were even willing to even or think even about willing. The willing part. They, there were uh, so few that were willing. But then there's also the group that has to call out the individuals for, look, you can't do that anymore. That's just plain freaking wrong. You can't go around lynching people. Uh-huh. Holocaust. Well, I mean, yes, well, yeah. lynching. I don't know if that that that's that's not a group saying to individuals. I mean, because that's. It's well, a, it did happen. There's, there's a test. Well, it did. Yeah, I'm not saying it yeah. didn't happen. No, I'm saying that one person influencing a group yeah. who then need to stand. There, well, there's there's something to standing with others to yeah. do the right thing. Right, mm-hmm. and you know, as far as uh, you know, Cajun's example. That's more of a, uh, uh, you know, yes, that was one person driving the whole concept because that, that's a Hitler thing. But you know what? He still couldn't have done that without all of those other people mm-hmm. around him who were actually competent compared to him. Uh, you know, he was he was the orator, but he, he, personally, he, he was kind of incompetent in the things he took on. Should have left the military alone. He Thank was God cult- he didn't. Well, he was the cult leader. He was. He was yeah, the yeah, cult leader. Very much so. And you have to be careful. The group sometimes have to pull the individual back. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of the cult leader, the Manson, the Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. But then the, the indi- Joel Osteen. And the Joel Osteen. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, the L. Ron yeah, Hubbards, absolutely. yes. Uh and then society, you know, an individual has to say to the society, it's like, no, this, we need to, to blaze new trails. Yeah. Uh, whether yeah. that's an Elon Musk or a uh, uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have to have those people who are willing to, to do the, the new thing, even if it's unpopular. Mm-hmm. But we also have to have the group to say, yeah, you've gone too far. Awesome. Well mm-hmm. done, sir. Well done. Excellent job. So... Uh, Francis, sir, what is next time? Can we say hoopajube, folks? Hoopajube! Hoopajube! That's right. Yeah. We are going, thanks to Cajun's wonderful hospitality, we're going out to location C for our next recording sessions, and we're going to talk about bourbon because we're going to go to bourbon. We're going to the Holy Land. We're going to the Holy we're going Land. To the, Holy, going, the Kentucky go- Holy Land. We're going mm-hmm. to Bourbon Fest in Barstown, Kentucky here in September, and we are going to experience it in its full it's incredible. glory. Yeah. And we're going to tell ev- all our listeners all about mm-hmm. it. So you think we've been bourbonites before. We're about to be anointed, guys. It's yes. going to be some now, fantastic What's the stuff. one that goes on in Louisville? Uh, with all the big musical groups and all that that's going on. Uh, bourbon and Beyond is the bourbon music thing. That's the music thing. Yeah, that's we're going to the Bourbon Fest. Which is Do not weird. mention the rivalry of Bourbon Beyond. These Louisvillian lights started it up trying to 
knock uh, Bourbon Fest. Yeah, well, Bourbon Fest has been going on for many, many, many years. It, ha it has, yes. We it will, is, it is the be, original. We will have more swag than you can imagine. Because it's focused on food and bourbon and I gotta say, music. I got to say, though, I really am disappointed that I can't see some of the groups that are going to be at Bourbon. I mean, I couldn't afford to go see them anyways, but there are a few groups that are going to be at Bourbon and Beyond. Mm -hmm. That I would love to go see. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be bourboned up pretty pretty daggone well next episode, though, folks. So make sure you're here. We hope you enjoyed another pointless discussion of eternal questions. Remember, new episodes drop every second and fourth Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern, just in time for your morning commute. And every fifth Friday, we drop a special Hoopajube episode. Spread the word we are on all the major platforms and leave us a review. That helps others find us. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, as well as our website, snakesandotters.com. Join us next time. Same snake time, same otter channel.